Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Imperfect Cheerleader podcast. My name is Jasmine Neely, and I am your host today and always. And I'm so excited because we have a special guest on the podcast today, Corey Herm. Corey grew up in Kernersville, where she began dancing as a little girl and competing at the age of six. She continued to dance all the way through high school, training in jazz, lyrical, contemporary, ballet, hip-hop, and tap. In college, she danced for the Appalachian State University dance team, where she was co-captain. She graduated from ASU with a degree in communications and a minor in dance. Corey also cheered professionally for the NFL Carolina Panthers as a top cat, cheerleader for two years. Dance has always been such a big part of Corey's life. She has taught students from ages 2 to 16 and use it as a foundation for her health and fitness coaching. Welcome to the podcast, Corey. Hi, thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. <laughs> yes, and just so everyone knows, Corey and I were on the team together and I think we had that COVID year, your second year, right? Yep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You're my but, captain that year, so. <laughs> yeah, it was such an interesting time, and I can't believe it's already been four years since COVID. It's crazy. I know. <laughs> so much is crazy. <laughs> so For let's sure. start off, and I want you to tell us about your experience as an NFL cheerleader and why you decided to do it. What was your why in that moment? Yeah, so I, like you said, I cheered for two seasons. Um, I did it right out of college. So I think it was 2019 through 2020, like end of 2020 was my seasons. Um, I've danced my whole life. I love dance, obviously, and wanted to dance professionally and have that opportunity. I just didn't know what when I was younger and like through high school and stuff. Um, and then I saw a lot of people like on my team from App State um, trying out. And I was like, you know what? And I went to a Panthers game too. And I was like, you know what? That looks really fun. I just want to try it. I'm one of those people who like, I'm going to try it once just so I don't regret it later on down the road that I didn't try it and push myself to go after any goal I had, you know? Um, so I started training like a year before <laughs> my first auditions. Um, so I was like a junior, senior, like that summer before is when I started training. I watched like every video I could of Top Cats. I watched, I like um, tried to learn all the choreography from like little snippets on Instagram so I could get the style before I went to any of the prep clinics. Um, just so I was as prepared as possible. I started, you know, running more to get my cardio up, all that good stuff. And obviously, like I said, I went to all the prep clinics and then I tried out, I made it, and I was just, like, beyond excited. I was like, no way, this is real life right now. It was, like, such a pinch me moment. I remember when I got my call, I literally just started crying. I was like, no way, <laughs> this is not real. <laughs> um, actually, we got an email. We got an email, and it was a list of our names, and then they posted a video on the Instagram with all our videos and stuff, and it was just, like, the best day ever. Definitely one of my top top three days that I've had so far um yeah and then I cheered for two years like you said one of the years my second year was a COVID year unfortunately we were dancing in the stands but it was still super fun got to be on the team um and 
Yeah, I think my why honestly was like I said, I didn't want to regret not trying it or at least trying out um, later on down the road. So yeah, thanks for sharing that. That's so cool. I, yeah. I think it's so important <laughs> that you say that you trained a year before you decided to try out because mm-hmm. I think some people they decide like right before, which is you know to each his own. You can mm-hmm. decide last minute, but if you know this is something that you want, then it's always good to start way far in advance. And I think a year is a great point, starting point. And yeah. you also said that you did cardio for, you know, to train for the cardio portion of an audition and just be yeah. on the field, which cardio is super important when you're a pro cheerleader, especially on the Top Cats team. You're jumping up and down all mm-hmm. the time. Do you, is running like all you did? Like looking back, would you have done something else and I'm saying, I'm asking this because I know a lot of people don't like to run and people yeah. don't like to do cardio. So like, would you have done anything differently in terms of training um, besides running? Yeah. So I also did strength training with running. Um, I've always been very passionate about strength training. Like that's what I do now. I'm an online trainer. Um, and that's like my my niche is like strength training. Uh, so I did a little bit of that. And I also just implemented more cardio in general. So running, um, I remember that was something that I really pushed myself to do. And then uh, I w- went to App State. So it was really cold. So whenever it was cold, and the weather wasn't great, I would just do like a stair stepper workout or something like that, just because I knew that my cardio needed to be like the best it could be to get through the routines. And um, if you know, when I was training, I was like, if I make the team, we're going to be dancing on the sidelines for like four hours straight. So I need to get my lungs trained for that. Um, And if I could look back right now, I'm also a part-time F45 coach. So I do that like two days a week. I think those would be great because it's like hit workout. So I'm high intensity interval training, which is very similar to, you know, like a two minute dance routine where you're going full out. Um, if I could go back, I would probably look into taking some of those classes because I think it would be great for dancers. Yeah. And you made it on your first try, right? I did. Yes. What do you think set you apart? Like if anything, or do you think it was a little bit of luck? Do you think like there was something specific? Because I feel like a lot of people ask me, how do you, I set myself apart? How do I stand out? What do you think? And, you know, you making it on the first time says something about your training. Is there anything that you think you did in particular to stand out? Yeah. So obviously I prepared like physically as much as I possibly could um, with working out and training and all of that. But I think honestly, what sets anyone apart is just showing whoever you're auditioning for, who you really are. Um, I remember in my interview, that was like what I wanted to show to the coaches at the time um, was like who, what my heart was and like what I was passionate about, uh, what I was involved in at school and stuff. So um, just a little backstory about me in school. I um, used to tutor for a program called SDAP, so Students with Diverse Abilities Program. Uh, something I'm very passionate about is working with people with differing abilities. Um, 
And I just talked about that. And, you know, that's something that really sets my soul on fire and that I was passionate about. And I think it's really important to show how you're involved in your community, what your story is, like what you're passionate about. Um, Obviously, I'm passionate about health and fitness as well. It's what my job is based around. So I talked about that as well. And I think that just really um, shows them who you are, because most teams want obviously good dancers, people who are going to be good teammates, but just also really good people as well, you know? Yeah, that's so, so good. So let's get into what you do now. So life cheerleading. You've, I've seen you build this wonderful community online through social media and just what you do for like your, you know, fitness and lifestyle brand, Corey Ray Fit, right? Yes. Yes. (laughs) So, and you give so many good tips on how to, how people, your followers and people that follow you can improve their health, their fitness and their wellness. So after cheerleading, is this something that you knew you wanted to do? Like what prompted you to do that in particular? And I know you mentioned even when you were at ASU, you had such a big passion for fitness, but mm-hmm. how did you get into that after, after pro cheerleading? And um, yeah, just tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. So my full-time job, just for people who might not know, um, I'm a content creator. So I, you know, everything about health, fitness, workouts, just lifestyle in general. That's kind of what I categorize it as is like a healthy lifestyle page. Um, So I kind of started posting videos when I was cheering, like towards the end, just like what I eat in the days. Those are some of my favorite to create. And I've always been like creative. And even when I was little, I remember I loved taking my parents' camera, like before we had iPhones and stuff and just taking pictures of stuff or taking videos and stuff on those old school video cameras. Um, And I don't know, I just kind of fell into it. But I also knew like, you could make a career out of it at the same time. And I was like, how cool would it be to do this for a job? So starting I got more serious about it when I was done cheering I would post like three to four times a day like videos and then it slowly it was kind of like a slow burn for me slowly built to where I am now um and again like I'm very passionate about all things health wellness fitness just living your best life and it's very fulfilling to me to make those kind of videos and be um a positive platform because there's so much out there, you know, and I just wanted to show my life and how I live my life in a healthy way and how transformative it can be. Um, and yeah, I hope that answered your question. I kind of yeah, it did. <laughs> and I have like, no, I want to ask you because your videos are so good. Like when you post your what I eat a day or like getting get ready with me, it's like the editing is so good. And I I think the girls want to know like. How do you, what's the process? Selfish question for me. What is the process of you like editing the videos? Cause it's like second by second by second, it seems like. And that Mm -hmm. doesn't take a short amount of time. It takes a long time, I'm sure. Or maybe you figured it out and you can do it bam, 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 bam. But how do you like, and you said you posted three times a day. Like, how did you fit that all into your schedule? I'm sure it takes up a lot of time. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah. So when I first started, I was still working a full-time job. So I would record either before I went into work. That didn't always happen because I had to be there at like 7 a.m. Um, but, you know, I would work out before and record that. And then after I got off of work, I would do like a recipe video. And throughout the day, I would record all that I ate. So that kind of gets three videos done throughout the day. Um, and I knew that what I was doing at the time for my job wasn't going to be long term. So I was like, okay, I'm going to bust my butt while I'm working my full time job and also try to make this like kind of a side business for a little bit like making content. Um, and like I said, more the more the merrier. So mm -hmm. um, yeah, and then my process right now is and like, just as advice for anybody who might want to get into social media is just recording everything you do. Like, I live my day anyway, so I might as well record it and make content out of it. Um, so that's kind of how I do that. And I also instead of recording a bunch of different clips, like for my routine videos, I just do one really long one. And then I go on the back end and edit it. Um, and most of my um, like clips are like, anywhere from 0.2 to 0.5 seconds long because you know people's attention spans these days you want to be girl yeah cut 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 <laughs> <laughs> for sure yeah. that's such great advice because I'm sure there's somebody yeah. out there me included that needs like to better their <laughs> content and edit better I do all my content so I'm like these are tips that I, yeah. can, I can use too but I'm sure there's somebody out there that uh you know wants to put out content or maybe wants to become a social media influencer or creator so yes. that's really great advice I'm gonna take the 2.5 or 2.1.2 to 2.5 whatever you say <laughs> yeah <laughs> take that, that tip uh so that's awesome I'm so proud of you and everything that you've done just want to let you know that oh, and thank you. yeah of course and your your fitness community I'm sure, so you have like a, don't you have certification um, in fitness or personal training? Yes. Training. Yes. So mm -hmm. for the pro cheer candidates out there that want to be on a team this year, they're getting this audition season. It's in full mode, as you know. And, oh, yeah. you know, the girls and the guys are going to the prep classes. They're getting ready. They're trying to get their bodies right. They're trying to eat right. So what is your advice for how to get in shape one and feel great at auditions? Are there any particular workouts that you would recommend for aspiring pro cheerleaders? Yeah. So I honestly think strength training is such a good workout for anything that you're training for, even if you aren't trying out, but obviously where that's what we're talking about right now, yeah. strength training, because you do have to have a strong base to, you know, be able to hit the sharper movement. So like with pro cheer, it is a, it is dance, but there's also some cheer elements because you're holding palms. So you want to make sure that your arm strength is there. And a lot of movement comes from your back as well. So you just want to make sure that you are feeling strong, um, that, so that you can hit those movements harder. Um, also, I touched on this a little bit earlier, but cardio, like getting your cardio up, if you don't do any cardio at all, maybe adding it in like at the end of every other workout that you do um, and then slowly working your way up. So like steady state cardio is really great. So that just means doing cardio, keeping your heart rate between 120 to 160. So nothing too crazy. 
um, and it's for longer periods of time. So maybe doing an incline walk on the treadmill for about 20 minutes or so. Obviously, you can build your way up to like 30 minutes. Um, but I think that is honestly a great way to one, uh, shred fat. And also it helps get your cardiovascular health in check. Um, maybe doing sprints here and there too, or just going outside and running um, so you can get your endurance and your stamina up. Um, and then if you have an F45, I know I'm plugging them because I work for them, but honestly, their workouts are super, super great for building your endurance and your stamina. Uh, so if you have an F45 studio near you, they have strength days, cardio days, um, and that's just a really good way to get in shape as well. I actually took F45 for the first time, like at the end of December, and yeah. they are really good workouts. There's like days where it's harder, and then there's days where mm -hmm. it's a little bit easier or lighter, but those cardio days, yeah. I almost passed out, I'm not going to lie, <laughs> yeah. like, but it was after I ate a yeah. lot of, uh, was it turkey, whatever you eat at Christmas time, I, I had yeah. definitely ate bad, and I went to go work out, and it was <laughs> almost passed out but yes f45 is a good workout if anybody's looking to you know get oh shape. yeah uh which one do you For uh, sure. which uh, uh so i'm in winston-salem right now oh yeah. and i train at the um winston-salem location yeah oh cool awesome how long have you mm -hmm. been doing that did you mention that my one year anniversary was actually a couple of days ago so a year <laughs> oh cool i thought it's been longer that's really cool um yeah one of our former teammates used to go there um at 45 but yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. what are you so what kind of workouts do you do like in a week like what's your like weekly like do you have theme days because for me I do like Mondays I do what legs Tuesdays I do chest mm -hmm. Wednesdays my rest day like what what is your workout routine for a week look like yeah, so right now it's a little different than normal because F45, they're doing like a challenge right now. So I've been doing more of those. Uh, but let's just say this is a normal week in my life and there's not that challenge going on. Um, normally I do about three strength days on my own where I train myself. So Monday is always leg day for me. <laughs> Tuesday, I'll go into an F45 class or I'll go on a run. Um Wednesdays I'll either do an F45 class because that's a cardio day um, or I'll train myself it just kind of depends on what the schedule is at F45 honestly um, Thursdays I'll do an upper body day um, so like back bicep shoulders or chest and triceps um, and then what day did I do Thursday Friday <laughs> Friday will either be another cardio day or I'll train myself again. It just kind of depends. I'm very flexible with what I do. Um, and then Saturdays, I'll either go to yoga um, because mobility is very important to me. Um, or I'll just go outside for a walk and have kind of like an active recovery day. Yeah. And you don't do anything on Sunday? Yeah. Sunday, your rest day? Yeah, I take a siesta on Sunday. <laughs> yes, as you should. Six days mm -hmm. out the week. That's a lot. You, Sunday, you just want to rest. I get that. Exactly. Um, and so you don't do, so you kind of like section off when you do cardio is what I'm saying. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's good. Some yeah. days I don't want to do cardio. I try to do cardio every, every time I work out, but some days I'm just like, let me just walk or do something low impact, which yeah. you got to do, find out what works for you. Um, for sure. Thanks for sharing that. So, okay. Mm -hmm. I was going to ask you 
cardio or lifting what's best for dancers but I have a feeling you're gonna say both <laughs> but <Yeah. laughs> um is that what you would say I don't want to speak for you oh yeah Talked for sure it, for sure a good mix of both yeah yeah so getting into nutrition what kinds mm -hmm. of foods if somebody is hey they're they're training for their audition right now and they are they don't know what kind of foods to eat based off of you know their body or just basic nutritional guidelines if somebody's like just starting very basic what would you recommend to somebody that's wanting to audition for a team because you have to like I have to put this out there because I feel like in the pro cheer world people want to starve themselves and you cannot starve yourself you gotta eat you gotta eat oh yeah <laughs> um, mm -hmm. you don't want any eating disorders or anything unhealthy definitely eat but it, it definitely helps to know like what you should eat so what would you recommend as far as nutrition for somebody just starting out yeah so if let's just say this is someone that knows nothing yeah. um, or like is very confused because it is confusing like anything fitness and health related there's so much information out there um, but I do online personal training too so this is what I tell my clients um, one, I think it's important to not take anything away, but to add to your diet. So if you're not a big veggie and fruit fan, I always tell people to try smoothies. You can hide so much in smoothies for like breakfast or something. You can throw some spinach in there, some fruit, protein powder, blend it up and call it a day. And then your body starts to get adjusted to those new things. Um, obviously in a smoothie, you can kind of hide the veggies that you put in there with the fruit and protein powder it hides the flavor of it but it's important to keep in mind that the more you eat those things the more your body starts to crave them and thrive off of them um and then same thing like not taking away anything from your normal diet but adding good alternatives or adding another serving of fruit to your dinner or to your lunch also keeping in mind it's very important to eat at least three meals a day just for food timing, um, it's good for your metabolism, your hunger cues, all of that good stuff, and just making sure that you're getting enough calories in your day. Most of the time, I mean, I'm not going to speak for everybody, but just based off of people I've worked with, women I've worked with in the past, uh, women tend to undereat and not realize it, mm -hmm. um, especially protein. So I always tell my clients, we normally start by tracking on my fitness pal. So tracking your macros, uh, so your protein, carbs, and fats, and just tracking and kind of seeing where you are. Um, and then once you kind of get into a good rhythm with that, eating three meals a day, then we start focusing on eating a little bit more protein. So a high protein diet is one, the most satisfying nutrient or macronutrient is protein. Um, and it also helps you be build lean muscle mass, it gives you energy, all that good stuff. So that's where I would say to start. Obviously, it, you can get more technical with it, but I just think mm -hmm. adding more good things to your diet is a really good place to start. Yeah, I come across people that they want to add more protein into their diet, but they maybe don't eat chicken or maybe they don't eat mm -hmm. fish. Like, what are some good protein alternatives um, that maybe aren't, you know, your normal chicken or fish? Maybe somebody's vegetarian or vegan. Yeah. Like, how do they get protein if they're, you know, they don't eat meat at all? 
Yeah, I could talk about this all day, girl. So, <laughs> um, well, so bring it on. We love to hear. Let's let's talk about it. Um, <laughs> protein powder, obviously, you can get any flavor. There's so many brands out there. Um, but protein powder, obviously, most of them you can get like 20 to 25 grams of protein per scoop. Uh, add it to a smoothie. You can add it into oatmeal. Um, cream of rice. You can make so many different recipes with protein powder these days. Um, and then cottage cheese has so much protein in it. Uh, some people it's a texture thing, but I recommend to my clients who are like, I can't get past the texture of cottage cheese. Add it into scrambled eggs in the morning. One, eggs have protein in them, but if you cook them, it kind of melts and it literally tastes like cheese, but it's so high protein. Oh. Um, Yeah, very, very good. I'm a big cottage cheese girl <laughs> and then nuts obviously those have higher fat but the good kind of fat uh, and still have a good amount of protein in them um, I really like Tomp's meat sticks so they're kind of like beef jerky sticks or like Slim Jims but they have really good ingredients in them um, and they taste really good and then what else I'm trying to think of something else um, I will yeah, say that's, that those are my go-tos honestly yeah, but the cottage cheese, I tried to eat cottage cheese. I, every time, but I stopped buying it because every time I buy it, it sits in the back of my refrigerator and I never touch it. And then it just goes back <laughs> and I have to throw the whole thing out of waste. But I will say one time, um, well, an ex-boyfriend of mine, he put cottage cheese on a rice cake and put like cheddar mm -hmm. cheese on top of it and I think it was, yeah, I think it was cottage cheese and like cheddar cheese on top. And maybe he added like some tuna, which is good for protein Ooh. too. And mm -hmm. it was so good. And I'm like, why haven't I just, you know, recreated that with my cottage cheese that's yeah. in my refrigerator? <laughs> but mm -hmm. cottage cheese, yeah, it for me, it's a texture thing too. But if you can add it to other things, like you said, to the eggs, or maybe get some rice cakes, mm -hmm. put on a rice cake for a little snack. I think you yeah. can make it work. Don't don't have to eat cottage cheese out the can. I gotta tell myself that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> those are really good tips, though. Thank you. I um, wrote some yeah. of those down. I'm gonna, um, especially the cheese and the egg, the cottage cheese and the eggs. I always mm -hmm. like to put eggs oh, on yeah. my. I mean, cheese on my eggs anyway. So, mm -hmm. it's one. so good. If, yeah, if I buy cottage cheese again, because you know, knowing <laughs> me, it's not going to go bad. <laughs> um, so for somebody that wants, like, just stay on nutrition, they want to be better with their nutrition, but they're struggling to stay consistent. Are there any hacks that mm -hmm. you have that maybe you've worked with clients before that you've helped them stay on a consistent schedule? I think you mentioned my, my fitness pal and- mm -hmm. Is there something else or what is there like a way that they can train themselves to eat better consistently? Yeah. So, well, one thing, like I said earlier, the more you eat well, the more like obviously you get into a routine with it. Um, and also your body just starts to crave those things more. Like if you don't eat fast food for a long time, you realize like your body, like you don't crave it as much. Okay. Same thing goes with healthy food. Like if you're not eating it consistently, your body's not going to crave it. But the good thing is the more you eat it, the more you crave it, the more you realize too, how good you feel, how much energy you have. Um, so that's a big motivator. Um, mm -hmm. But then just some little things that you can do is 
I don't like to meal prep. Some people are all about meal prep and that's great. I love that for them. But for me, I ingredient prep. So I'll go ahead and chop up all my veggies. Like on a Sunday, I'll pre-cook all of my meat and have that in a separate container, except for chicken. I cannot do reheated chicken, (laughs) but like (laughs) ground beef or shrimp or something, I'll go ahead and cook that and have it in a separate container. All my veggies are chopped. I'll pre-cook a bunch of rice and just have it in my refrigerator so I can make little bowls for lunch. Mm-hmm. Um, I also do this thing right now. It's a meal prep delivery service. It's called Nutri Meals. Um, and I do that for my lunches right now. So I order about seven a week. My lunches are covered. They're very macro friendly, uh, good ingredients, lots of veggies, protein, all that good stuff. And that kind of just cuts out a lot of the prep time for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I know for some people that's not attainable, but just being prepared, having good options available in your pantry, and your fridge, you're more likely to eat them. Just like if you were to have a bunch of candy and sometimes foods in your um, pantry, you're more likely to eat that. So yeah, I always say if it's not there, you can't eat it, right? Like it's going to yep. take more work to go exactly. out and get it than if it's, you know, mm-hmm. or you can have healthy options in your, your pantry. So um, that's really cool and really good tips on prepping the ingredient prep instead of the meal prep I'll, I can tell you yeah. I'm a huge fan of meal prepping I hate it <laughs> it takes so long sometimes yeah. I tried yeah. it that can be cured and it it's great once it's done but it takes a long time mm-hmm. yeah um, for sure more power to people that do that uh, I wish I was more mm-hmm. like you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so you you lived in Bali right yeah Bali. I did Side note, I'm going to Bali this year for my birthday, so I'm excited. <laughs> so I'm going to have to reach out, out to you. I think I did already reach back yeah. out to you um, on, like, things mm-hmm. Bali, but I'm probably going to have to call you again. Um, but yeah, tell us about how that was. And for those that don't know, Bali's in Indonesia, the Asian country, um, or Asian city, country. Anyway, it's in Asia. <laughs> and I just want you to tell us about your experience there, how the culture was like, and what made you like, what made you go there, first of all, and then what made you come back? Yeah, so my boyfriend and I, my boyfriend, Jack, uh, we've been together for a long time, but um, we have always been very like free spirits and like, do what you want. Like he works for himself too, just like I do. Um, and we both work from home. So that was the catalyst for it was like, okay, we both work from home. We can work from anywhere. Um, and we also saw like, we follow a lot of other creators that live in Bali and Bali's known as like, um, they call them digital nomads, <laughs> but people who work online where you're either creators own their own business like it's just kind of a hub for those kinds of people so we were like that would be really cool to just go there for however long meet people that do what we do um obviously live in paradise that'd be fine Mm -hmm. (laughs) um and then also the cost of living in bali is very different than america um you know you can get you can, yeah, spread your dollar a lot more in Bali, which was also very cool to us. Um, so that's what we kind of got that idea. And then after I was done cheering, we decided to move back home so we could save up to do it. 
Um, we actually used a bunch of credit card points to pay for our flights to go to Bali. So pro tip, start using credit cards because you can get some travel points <laughs> for that. Um, so we paid for that. And then we stayed there for three months. We were planning on going for six months, but I'll get into that later. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we stayed there for three months. The culture there is truly amazing. Like very laid back, um, very different from here where, you know, like everybody hustling, grinding, not getting enough sleep, not relaxing, not prioritizing that part of your life. Um, so it was very nice to go there because we obviously we still were working hard, but we also got to meet a lot of really cool people. Um, and the local people there, like the culture there is so eye opening. Like the people that live in Bali are just truly some of the nicest people I've ever met. Mm -hmm. Um, and when you go, you'll, you'll get to experience that too. It was really, really beautiful. Um, and just like really happy, happy people too. Um, and we stayed in, yeah, we stayed in Changu. That was like our hub where we had our main base, but we went to um, some of the surrounding areas like Bada Belong. Uh, we also went to Ubud, which is more like of the jungle part of Bali. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, if you ever get anybody listening, if you ever get the chance to go to Bali, I highly recommend it. It is a long flight, but very worth it. <laughs> yeah. Did you have any, like, where did you connect when you... Um took your flight so we flew from charlotte so we flew, flew from charlotte to um california then from california to japan then from japan to jakarta and then we flew from jakarta to bali finally that's like five stops wow yeah <laughs> goodness yeah. that is a long flight mm -hmm. yeah and i hear people yeah. say like once you get the flight, like that's the most, that's the biggest thing, the cost and just mm -hmm. the time it takes to get there. It takes like two days. Yeah. Um, that's sure. so awesome. So you did like your fitness yeah. stuff over in Bali. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. I um, still was posting my content and then I also was still working with my clients one-on-one, -on -one, which was kind of tricky. And that was also part of the reason why we didn't stay for the full six months, which is what we were planning on doing. Um, I, at the time I was doing zoom call check-ins with my clients and there's literally like a 12 hour time difference. So I was up at like 3 AM trying to talk to them, but it was 3 PM their time. Mm. So I was like, this is great, but I don't know how long, like if I can do this for another three months. Mm. Um, and then also something to keep in mind about Bali is you can't drink the water, um, because our bodies aren't used to the kind of bacteria that's like in their water and all that stuff um and me and Jack got sick a few times it's called Bali belly that's basically mm -hmm. just food poisoning almost uh and that was another reason we kept we got sick a couple times um and we were just not feeling the best so we were like you know what I think three months is good so yeah. we'll come home now <laughs> Yeah, well, three months is still a long time to be in one place, like, yeah, way far from home. So that's such mm -hmm. a cool experience that you get to talk about and say that you did. Yeah. Do you think y'all would go For anywhere sure. else or are you kind of stay? stay yeah, we definitely, we definitely want to. This past year has been, oh, my, my ring lights just died. Um, This past year has been a big 
building year for both of us for our businesses um but it was a good year so we're hoping to do stuff like that like maybe go to Italy and Spain and like we want to go a lot more places so yeah in the near future I don't know if we would stay for three months again but I guess it would depend on where it was um maybe a month at a time place to place so that's cool the digital nomads Mm -hmm. like I wonder how do you connect with other digital nomads while you're there like are there other people I know you said Mm -hmm. it's a big community of people that you know just can pick up and go and move wherever like do you have friends that are in the digital social media influencer space that you've connected with and how is like how is that space like you know just the the culture there is totally different than you know somebody that works at a nine to five like how how is that are the girls nice you know the guys whoever you know Yeah, for sure. So when we were in Bali, it was a lot easier to meet people who did what we did because a lot of people that were there were there for the same reason as us. Um, So we made a lot of really good friends while we were there. Um, People there, again, I know I talked about the locals being nice, but I feel like Bali draws very special people. Um, And so like everybody was always down to making friends and all that stuff. And right now, in where I live in Winston-Salem there's not a ton of an influencer community so I don't have anybody around me um but I've been on a brand trip before and I've met some people with a brand that I used to work with uh, and I still stay in contact on contact with them to this day um very nice people obviously in any job that you do in any environment that you're in you're going to get some bad eggs too uh that's just how humans are unfortunately but um for the most part most of the people that I have met have been very very nice and yeah yeah that's really cool awesome <laughs> I have to let you know how Bali is when I go but I'm taking notes yeah tips. <laughs> don't drink the water <laughs> for sure yeah don't drink the water <laughs> <laughs> so we talked earlier about your uh like your routine content and I live for your get ready with me. I love watching them. They're so engaging and I'm sure I'm not the only one that loves to watch them. So walk me through what your typical morning routine is for those who may not be aware. And maybe you have a night routine too. You can touch on that as well. Yeah. So my mornings differ right now because I do coach F45 one to two times a week. And the classes that I coach are... 5 30 a.m and 6 30 a.m so on those mornings I'm up at like four because I need to get ready and I have to get there by five um so on those mornings I you know my alarm goes off at 3 50 or 4 which is very early (laughs) (laughs) um and then I love to obviously I drink a full thing of water first thing when I wake up because you lose a lot of hydration while you're sleeping um and then I have my coffee I have I'm a coffee addict I love coffee. So I have that. Um, I use an ice roller for my face to make my face not as puffy. My face is very puffy when I wake up. It always has been. Um, And then, you know, do my normal skincare. I love skincare and taking care of my skin. A little bit of makeup, put on my uniform and then drive over to the studio. I have a little snack before I coach because that really I'm not super hungry, but I know it's important to eat a little something before I go coach. 
Um, so that's my typical morning on the mornings that I'm coaching at 45. And then on my other days, so every other day that I'm not there, I wake up around 7.30 or 8. Um, and then I do pretty much the same thing, but instead of going to F45, um, oh, I also do ice baths in the morning. So I have a cold plunge on my apartment patio. Um, I'll do that on the mornings that I don't coach and I'll stay in there for about a minute to three minutes. Um, the temperature is like 46 degrees. So very cold, but very, very good for you. I'm very into that right now. <laughs> um, and then I do the same thing. Awesome. Um, I see, I saw a video of you doing the cold plunge. It takes a lot of courage to do that, especially outside oh, yeah. in the cold, you know. <laughs> uh, mm -hmm. So if you have to wake up so early, 3.50, what time do you go to bed at night? On those nights, I try to be in bed by like 8 or 8.30. Um, sometimes it doesn't happen because, you know, life. But I try to get my eight hours in. Sometimes it's like seven, seven and a half. But normally around 8, 8.30, asleep by nine. Mm, yeah. I wish. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you, you're big into like mouth tape, right? I've seen those videos yeah. too. Um, you tape in your mouth like I've heard so many good things about it, and especially me as a, uh, I have really bad allergies, so I have to mm -hmm. you know, breathe out my nose as much as possible, but sometimes it's stopped up, so I can't, but what, <laughs> what are the benefits yeah. of mouth tape? Because I feel like it's all the rage right now. Yeah, so I do it because I'm a mouth breather, and I, this is gross, but I drool, drool when I sleep. Um, and I also have read like a lot of benefits from it. Obviously, I'm not a doctor or anything, and it's not for everybody, but it's supposed to one help you keep your mouth closed and breathe through your nose. It's supposed to help you get a deeper, more restful sleep. Uh, it's also better for your teeth because apparently, when you breathe through your mouth, you get more plaque on certain parts of your teeth I don't know <laughs> um and then also it helps like the shape of your face too um because if you think about it if your mouth is open a lot like you're doing that every single night so it's more beneficial for like your jaw and all that to sleep with your mouth closed and breathe in and out through your nose so I've noticed that I've been sleeping better from doing it. There's some nights that I don't do it because my nose is stopped up and I don't want to suffocate. But, uh, yeah, I love it. I love it. Oh, that's cool. I didn't know that about the like shaping of your, your face. Uh, mm -hmm. I feel like with that and like ice rolling, that's probably going to help a lot with like your, you know, getting the chiseled look if you want and maybe yeah. try and avoid the, I guess, unnatural ways like Botox or whatever people do that but mm -hmm. no, no shade to anybody that does that honestly I might do it when I yeah do <laughs> um but let's For try sure. the natural place let's try the natural uh place uh things first you know <laughs> yeah uh, no I love that maybe I'll try a mouth tape one day um so those that's all I have for you for as far as like just talking about your career and pro dance approach here but I want to get into some rapid fire pro cheer dance themed questions like this is just a fun way okay. to get to know you better but they're all pro dance pro cheer themed all right so okay say something. sounds fun. 
yeah, I'm going to say something and then you give it. Honestly, <laughs> I mean, anytime I do this with people, it doesn't start rapid fire. I end up, you know, elaborating. If, if you want to elaborate, feel free to elaborate, but it's supposed to be rapid fire. Make sense? Cool. Yep. Sounds <laughs> All <right>. good. <laughs> First question. Three words are a phrase for audition season. What would you say? Be yourself. That's technically two, but be <laughs> yourself. <laughs> okay. I love it. I love it. We can put, we can say yes. your and self are separate words. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. That yeah. counts. <laughs> All right. Your favorite style of dance. Oh, this is hard. Um, I really like jazz. That, that's probably my strongest style too. So yeah, I'll say jazz. Nice. Favorite dance you've ever performed? It doesn't have to be when you were pro cheerleader, just any. Mm. And maybe it is. Um, no. Yeah, I think my first dance that I ever did for um, NFL was our pregame routine, like the OG pregame routine. I yeah, just felt so alive and I was so proud of myself for all the hard work I put in and then like it put came into fruition and I was like on the field. It was just so surreal for me. And that'll be a core memory of mine yeah. for the rest of my life. Um, but then there was also a dance that I did in high school when I competed. It was called um, Another Love. I really like that one too. Oh, cute. You got to show me that one one day mm -hmm. or send it to me. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I will. <laughs> yeah. What was your, okay. So a lot of people say that player intros were their favorite. But for me, it was pregame. Which one was your favorite? It mm -hmm. sounds like pregame was your favorite. I always felt like I was the odd yeah. one because I, I love pregame. People love players. I love playing yeah. intro too, but pregame was like first yeah. time in the field. Like you get to do, it's like you have the whole field to yourself. Nobody else will. If the away team's not on the field, you have the whole field to yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes they got stuck in the middle. Um, but yeah, love that. Yeah, I loved I loved pregame. And like for um preseason they would also do our names too so for yeah. top cats they used to say like each of our individual names too and you got to do your own little dance in a circle it was that was so cool to me I know I love <laughs> that all memories your favorite dance related memory that comes to mind oh there's so many I think honestly just overall when I um all of the friends I made through dance like that's obviously a big one and then also like I don't know I think a top one is obviously realizing or finding out that I made top cats like that was a very very good memory of mine but also just like all the friends I made and all those fun memories and then also all the fun times I had with my mom too because she put in a lot of um time and energy and money into dance for me um, and was at every event we she always was in the hotel room with me at dance competitions um yeah so every every memory with my mom too was also really good yeah shout out to the moms out there all the dance moms right <laughs> Such a big, big sacrifice mm -hmm. okay what is your favorite way to energize before a workout mm, the ice bath I do that before I work out. That's like the best way for natural energy. Um, but I do love, obviously, coffee. 
I do like pre-workout. I do that every once in a while. Not a ton because I know it's a lot of caffeine all at once. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I also love Alani New Energy Drinks. Those are my vice. <laughs> yeah, every time I do pre-workout, I just be like, so jittery. Yeah. <laughs> just like, <laughs> like, oh my God, calm down, girl. I had to stop mm-hmm. the pre-workout because it was just too much for me. Um, yeah. Your favorite go-to post-workout snack or meal? Smoothies. I do banana, protein powder, um, milk, and then some sort of frozen fruit. That's my favorite. I love smoothies. (laughs) Nice. All right. Next one. Your favorite dancer or performer of all time? Oh, I would have to say... Rest in peace to him, but I've always been a big fan of Twitch. Ever since he was on Say Think You Can Dance, that ripped my heart out whenever I heard about his passing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I always loved watching him. Um, and even I would watch Ellen sometimes, and I wasn't even a big fan of Ellen, but just to watch him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, and his story really like resonated with me. I just really loved Twitch. So I would say him. Yeah, rest in peace to Twitch. He was amazing. I know. Mm-hmm. I always liked watching him and his wife do those dances. And I'm glad she's... Yeah, me there. too. Yeah. Yeah. Your favorite hype song before a game. Do you have a hype song? <sighs> if you could think of one. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know. I I like all kinds of music, honestly. I... Now in the locker rooms, we would play the shot song and do like our shot of energy. You remember that? Yes. <laughs> I love that. That would always get me. That would get me hype. So honestly, anything though, I'm open to all music. <laughs> yes. Your favorite dance move currently? I know you're on TikTok. Does that have to be a TikTok? Mm. But it'd be just like your favorite dance move. My favorite dance move. Oh, I don't know. Um, I love kicks, mm-hmm. like any like any kind of kick. Spot mods, love those. <laughs> same, same. Sees. Your favorite place you visited in your dance career? Um, this is one that stands out to me off the top of my head. In college, we got to go to Alabama for a bowl game. Our team went to a bowl game, and we got to travel with them. And I got to go with my teammates and it was, honestly, it was so much fun. (laughs) Nice. Your favorite choreography or choreographer? Choreographer? Um, I'm going to say Shondalee. (laughs) Yes, Shondalee. She's going to be on the podcast soon, actually. So, Yay, that's exciting. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, your favorite music video? Uh, single ladies, Beyonce. Yes, classic. <laughs> mm-hmm. Iconic. Your favorite dance song? I love Levitating by Dua Lipa. I don't know why, but I whenever I teach dance, like if I ever do private with someone, that's the first one I play for like across the floor. I just think it has a really good like beat and mm-hmm. it's upbeat and stuff too. Yeah, I love that song. Your favorite mm-hmm. dance movie? Um, I don't want to be 
to say what's on the top of my head. Let me think. <laughs> um, any of the step ups, any of the step ups, those are classics. Yeah. Channing Tatum looks mm -hmm. delicious in those movies. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> when do you feel, well, okay, I'm going to say that one next. Your favorite workout? Favorite workout, I love strength training and specifically leg days with a hamstring and glute focus. Those are my favorite. Yeah, I'm just taking some notes. <laughs> Your best memory from being on the Panthers? Best memory? Oh, there's so many. Um, any of the community events that we did, uh, those always were some of my favorites. Um, and then obviously I've said this like three times already, but finding out I made the team was like mm -hmm. mind blowing for me and very exciting. Um, and where were you probably, when you found out? I was in my college apartment in my bed, sitting next to my boyfriend and they sent the email and we were just. I think we were in the middle of a conversation and then I got the notification on my phone and I was like, oh my God. And I like scrolled and I just started crying. And my boyfriend was like, is this a good thing or a bad thing? Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I think you were going to say one more. I think I cut you off. Sorry. Oh, my favorite memory. Mm -hmm. Um, And then my first game, probably that one yeah. was really fun. Yeah, nothing like the first game. Yeah. When do you feel the the most confident? Um, whenever I'm in a good routine. So obviously, like being in a routine is like telling yourself, um, self respect because you're sticking to what you said you were going to do. Um, and then also whenever I'm just showing up as my true authentic self as well like I know who I am like this is who I am take it or leave it I love myself <laughs> um, and yeah great that's great advice or not advice but I love that that answer um what are three main essentials that anyone should have in their audition bag an extra pair of tights because the tights that we used at least would always rip <laughs> um some water or electrolytes of some sort because you need it and then let me think I would say honestly mm, a snack <laughs> mm -hmm. some, some yeah. sort of snack <laughs> this could be a long day mm -hmm. <laughs> Okay, and last one is what is your best advice for auditions, for somebody auditioning in a few words? In a few words. Obviously, like I said earlier, showing up as yourself. You don't want to just fit the mold of what you think they're looking for because uh, you never know what the coach that year is looking for. So just showing up for as yourself, uh, having fun. Um, just the audition process is honestly some one of the best experiences I've ever had made so many friends um, and just exposed myself to that world so 
just enjoying the moment, being friendly, being open, um, talking to as many people as you can as well, because you never know if that person's going to become your best friend. Um, and yeah, just have fun with it. Yay. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. Really, really good. Thank you so much, Corey. Mm -hmm. Is there anything that you, well, oh yeah. Where, where can people look you up and follow you and, you know, reach out to you? Yeah. Um, so I'm at Corey Ray Fit on all platforms. I'm on YouTube, TikTok, and Instagram. Um, I post daily, so be prepared to be sick of me. <laughs> yes. Awesome. <laughs> Anything else you want to add before we wrap it up? I don't think so. I'm so happy to talk with you and thanks for having me. Of course. Thank you for being here. This is so refreshing and I'm glad that we got to talk. It's, I know it's been a while and, you know, we've both been busy. So I appreciate you taking the time mm -hmm. to, to speak to people that want to audition and people are always looking for tips and tricks and hacks and oh, yeah. people got a lot from this or they have some type of takeaway from from our conversation so I appreciate it yeah no problem <laughs> all right everyone this is Corey Herm follow her on all the socials and we'll see you next time on another episode of the imperfect cheerleader bye for now bye Thank you so much for tuning in to the Imperfect Cheerleader podcast. Taking the time to listen while you're busy with all of life's responsibilities means the world to me. If you enjoyed this episode, here are a few ways you can support ICP. Number one, hit the subscribe button so you always get newly released episodes and never miss them. Number two, take a screenshot of the episode you listened to and tag at the professional cheerleader on Instagram. We love to repost your tags and shout you out in our stories. Number three, write a review. This is the best way to show your support for the podcast and helps us bring on even better guests, interviews, and topics. I hope you have a wonderful day, morning or night, wherever you may be, and are continuing to work towards your goals of becoming a professional cheerleader, dancer, or just someone who loves to move. I'll see you later on another episode of the Imperfect Cheerleader podcast. Remember, stay frosty, friends. Toodles for now.